0: Thank you, everyone who's listening. This is the first official episode of Mortgages. Let's get real with myself, Kim Nagron, a podcast combining lifestyles, real life and mortgages into a fun, brief episode. I'm very excited for my first guest today, uh, John Templeton of the Templeton Group at Keller Williams Realty here in South Burlington, Vermont on this sunny day. Uh, John has been a realtor since 2011. He sold over $150 million in property since he started in 2011. He was Rookie of the Year for the Northwestern Vermont Board of Realtors in 2021. Uh, He has been featured in Top Agent Magazine his emphasis and the team emphasis is on cultivating client experience that exceeds expectations, excuse me, and builds long-term relationships. He has extensive knowledge of the Vermont market with selling homes, new builds, multifamily, and commercial. Welcome, John.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Happy to be here.
0: Good. It's so good to be talking to you. I, I full disclosure, I've known John for a while and I'm glad that you're my first guest, so thank you for, for doing this. Yeah, um, for thinking of me. Yeah, so we're just going to kind of jump in with some questions, and feel free to, you know, ask questions back if you wish, but so the first question I have for the viewers or the audience is when, you know, how, how did you get started in Realty, and was it something you always wanted to do? Can you give us a little bit of a background on that?
1: Totally. so funny because I've been asked this like four times in the last week. And I probably haven't talked about it in the last like five years. So it's <laughs> interesting how funny. this is just coming up everywhere.
0: Yeah, um, that's pretty funny. So,
1: yeah. So my dad's in real estate. My mom's in property management. And I kind of grew up around that whole like lifestyle. And, you know, after school, I would kind of go on some showings with my dad and be part of that for a couple. And then, you know, nights and weekends, sometimes I'm tagging along with my mom on showings for a rental um so just growing up around it and then my dad building several homes as i was growing up i just found like an interest in new construction and i think just being around it i kind of fell in love with it so um yeah i kind of knew at a certain point it's definitely something i wanted to get into something that i wanted to make a career out of and you know something i'm passionate about which always helps you know waking up in the morning
0: Yes, yeah, sure, definitely does definitely helps. You know, they always say you don't want a job, you want to be able to do something you like, and it doesn't it doesn't feel like work, right? Although exactly. I'm sure sometimes it does. You know, some we have all those. You know, <laughs> there are days. days, there are days. That's right. Yeah. So, did you go right from high school to doing this, or did you go to school first, and or anything like that in between, or did you just yeah, know?
1: I, I took a little time off. Um, actually, after high school, I moved out to California for a bit with some friends. Um, took some time to just kind of relax and uh, regroup after the whole uh, school. And then when I came back, I worked for a local landscaping company. Um, I was a foreman for the maintenance crew for a while. And um, I did that for a couple of years while I started working on getting uh, my license. You know, I had the whole limiting belief when I was younger of like, I'm too young to get into real estate. So honestly, I wish I had got in earlier because I held myself back a little bit, just waiting until I felt like the time was right. Um, But you know, you don't need to be a certain age to get your license. So let's just get it over with. And uh, when I was mowing lawns, I was like had uh, my audio just listening to all the real estate classes. So Uh I was kind of just double dipping as far as uh, my day job and also training to get my license for real estate.
0: That's so good. Could you mind if I ask how old you were when you got your license?
1: Um, I was 20. Um, wow. And, uh, pretty much 21. A month later, I turned 21.
0: That's amazing. It's funny that you say you waited longer because you thought yeah. you were too young. And yet, in my mind, and I think a lot of the audience mind, 20 is super young. So I don't think you I waited know. too long. And yeah. you've done amazing. <laughs> I mean, you really have skyrocketed since you started. I I remember when you first started. So. You know, it's really been it's been really fun from my perspective to watch you kind of grow to where you are now with you and all the team and 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 what okay. you've done it's it's been a great accomplishment so kudos to you on that Thank um, you. yeah uh, tell me about um your experiences in terms of either personally or with your business in terms of the mortgage process itself I just want to get a little bit into the mortgage piece so I know you've Full disclosure, I've done your mortgage before uh, yeah. a couple times, and but you know we always we've worked together on different deals. Tell me over the years how you felt it's changed, whether they were you know for the good, for the worse, sometimes not so good, not so bad.
1: You know I dislike getting a mortgage and going through that <laughs> process, but let's well, be honest, it's not that bad. Um, I've done it enough times now to know what to expect. And obviously working with a great lender like yourself is what makes it not a bad process. Because I've been, I've seen, and so have you, because you picked up some of my deals and picked up the pieces and made it work, but a bad lender just creates a bad experience and it drags on the process and it just, you know, everyone in the transaction feels that. And so the reason why I feel like getting a mortgage actually hasn't been that bad is because I've had the right people on my side um, and where it really just goes wrong is when you're working with the wrong lender, you know, that just doesn't know what they're doing, but thankfully working with you, like it has been a smooth process. And I really personally don't have many complaints on getting a mortgage. You know, do you ask for a lot of documents? Sure. But yeah, you know, yeah. do I want the money? Oh,
0: yeah. I love that. I love that attitude. Cause John, you have no idea. And I'll tell you any, anybody listening. As a mortgage as a lender, as the as the originator who's trying to get this person to buy help buy their home and you ask them for things that, yeah, it's a lie it can be annoying. I, I, let's just be real. I, I'm not that's what this is about being real about mortgages. Yeah. It is not sometimes fun when you ask for a bank statement then you don't know why you're asking for a bank statement. we tell you we need it because of x, y, z, but we, I can't tell you how many people are uncooperative and it becomes, it becomes frustrating because we're like, wait, I'm not buying this house. You are, and I'm trying to help you. So help me help you. So it it was always great working with you too. So I get, I get where you're coming from and I appreciate your compliment as well. So thank you for that. Um, but yeah, I know that, um, for those listening as well, John is obviously, or maybe not obviously self-employed, self-employed, buyers um or anybody who's trying to get a mortgage either refinancing or buying a home it's more of a challenge um it has definitely been more of a challenge during covid i don't think you have done any loans during covid yourself personally right no well yeah it's been a little more of a challenge because things changed but we're coming out of that and we'll be on the other side of that and it'll be fine but definitely there's more paperwork involved with self-employed buyers i would i would agree with that so
1: Yeah, and I don't know the difference. So, you
0: know,
1: hopefully hopefully it's a little easier for the W 2. But at the end of the day, (laughs) if you want the money, you're just going to have to get all the documents.
0: Love it. So true. I'm going to, that's going to be my new bumper sticker.
1: (laughs) Kind of like when when we're at closing and there's those buyers that want to sit there and be like, let me look at every little paper. And I look at them like, you guys want to buy this house today because none of this paperwork is going to change, right? Like you either sign it and you get the keys or you make a fuss out of this and we walk out with empty handed.
0: That's a very good point. It's so true. All the documents are the way they are. No one can change them and people do that. Yeah, I get it. And I do get they're wanting to know every, you know, every piece of it, but sometimes it can be difficult and drag out a little little (laughs) to to be nice about it. Um, So what should buyers do, anyone listening, do if they want to buy a home? What should be their first step?
1: Honestly, their first step should be to contact an agent um, because an agent is going to help them with a number of things. You know, buyers don't know what they don't know. And when they meet with an agent, they're going to be able to discover everything that they don't know. Um, they're going to be more prepared. They're going to be able to be told that they need to get pre-approved before they start going out there looking at homes, right? Yep. So they're they're gonna they're gonna basically get all the steps of the process laid out and be told exactly what they need to do. Uh, there's so many buyers that we talk to, and they're like, "We don't know what to do. We don't know what to do." And it's like, then just meet with us, and we'll tell you what to do. You know, it's simple as that.
0: Right? What objection? handling do you do? Because I'm sure this comes up when someone says, I don't need a realtor. I, I hear it all the time. I can tell you what I tell them, but you you tell yeah. me what you would say.
1: I mean, I come from curiosity and I first want to know why they feel like they don't need a realtor, right? Um, because unless we understand that, we really can't help them out. Um, I find being in Vermont, there's a lot of, you know, do it yourselfers that just want to kind of take charge um that being said especially in this market like they need an agent to not only guide them in the right process but also to really uh, tell them exactly what they need to do and and if they want to actually get a property rather than just trying to like figure it out and fly all over the place like maybe in a year something will stick but um if they're serious you know getting an agent just makes sense um especially on the buy side you know it's paid for by the seller Um, and if you have the right person, they're going to, they're going to do exactly, um, what you're asking them to do, which is to find you a house.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I am fun specifically buyers. I would agree. I, 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 it baffles me when they don't want to work with a realtor. I'm like, you don't have to pay them. But I think a lot of people have a misconception about that. So it's good for us to talk about it. That if you are a buyer and you work with a realtor to help you buy a home, you're not going to pay that realtor, the seller will pay that realtor. So
1: yeah.
0: That's just something I usually throw out there because if it's an it is a nightmare for a lender when they don't work with realtors, most of the time it is, unless they happen to be some whiz. But you know, that's not what they do for a living. There's a reason that you do what you do for a living. There's a reason I do what I do for a living and the reason they do what they do for a living. So let's let's all work together and make this all Work right. I agree. Move train um, back. Yeah, exactly. What do you? I know it's tough right now. The market, the market's tight. It's terrible sometimes with terrible. the with the inventory. It's really really tough right now, and I know it's that way across the country. I've, I'm pretty sure. Hopefully, yeah. it'll here in the Northeast open up a little once the weather gets a little better. I'm hoping, but. yeah okay. <laughs> And it's typical that it does, but you're right. Who knows with what's going on, right? I think we
1: just have so many buyers from that are left over from summertime and springtime that are coming into the winter, um, still searching aggressively. Um, And, you know, inventory being less than two months, like it's bound to just kind of stay like this for the next year, maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's the best th- approach uh, that you would say someone can have in order to to actually have have a, a tiny chance of getting their offer accepted? I mean, isn't
1: that so sad? for like, tiny yeah, I chances. know,
0: I know, I know.
1: I mean, I think starting the process sooner than they originally thought, maybe like if you're thinking about buying a house, starting the process in April, like start it now, like get ahead yes. of it. Uh, feed yourself totally. some time. And um, I think, you know, coming down to like having an A team, right? Like building your team of people, your, um, your agent, your lender, your home inspector, like getting people teed up and ready to go so that when that perfect house does come on, you know, you're moving quickly at that
0: point. That's a great, great thought. I agree. The A team example is so true. And um, it is extremely important, especially in this environment. You, you want to be able to, as an example, let's say you have somebody who wants to offer something now, cause it's, it has to be offered now. Like you have to have an offer immediately. Right. You want to make sure your lender is going to get you that letter right then. You want to make sure inspectors can come fairly quickly. I agree completely with that.
1: That's yeah. a good point.
0: Um, what is something you wish more of your clients knew when they were looking for a property? <laughs>
1: uh what they want what they actually really want for a house (laughs) no i mean i think there's a piece of that yeah i mean but some people you know some people do know exactly what they want and other people just need to self-discover a little bit like they need to go out there and see places to actually get an idea of what you know they're not looking for um but i also feel like there's been more recently more couples that have not been on the same page uh, which has also made it in this inventory market, you know, difficult, um, just difficult conversations. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's yeah. got to give, you know,
0: <laughs> sometimes that, was, that conversation's
1: not happening until like you're physically in the property and that's just a little bit harder.
0: Yeah. That makes it a little more. difficult. And, it, and it's, it's, you know, especially like you said, in the market we're in now where there's not a lot of inventory, you don't have a lot of time to make yeah. these decisions. Like, you know, you have, you know what, 20 minutes sometimes to go in and decide whether you want that house just because there's other people who are going to go look at it
1: yeah isn't that crazy yeah two days ago uh two days ago i was in this little uh i think it was a store up in island pond in the kingdom and i saw a real estate magazine and it's like it brought me back to those days where like we actually had like large real estate magazines where all the inventory was in there and everything This one had like two pages and I'm pretty sure like all the listings listed in there were probably already already
0: under contract. Yeah. Yeah. It is is so funny to think about that because you're right. It was, it used to be as a, especially as a consumer, it would be so fun to look through those magazines on the weekend and be like, oh, I'd love to go look at one of these houses. I mean, really? Those don't even exist anymore because of that. You're absolutely right. You know, And, and another reason you need a realtor because a realtor also has an inside track on stuff that might be coming on the market that they don't even know about yet, right?
1: Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, we've helped so many people in this past year buy homes that have been off market, um, whether it be amongst like an agent in our company that's like, hey, you got something coming up and then it fits the criteria, or we're just actively, you know, we're in the business. So we're just always talking to people trying to drum up like, who wants to sell? Who wants to buy? Um, And it oftentimes, you know, especially right now, like we oftentimes have a buyer that works for someone that's looking to sell. So there's been a lot of off market uh, deals happening.
0: Yeah. Another good reason for that. Well, um, one last question for you is in your eyes, what sets you apart from the rest of the uh, realtors in the market?
1: I would say the biggest thing is that myself and my team are just not willing to give up. And I think in a market, especially like this, and really in any market, because it's all comes down to the same, but um, we're not willing to accept no for an answer. You know, like you want to be in a house by June. I understand there's no inventory, but we're not just going to accept that. We're going to do a totally different approach. We're going to make sure that we, are meeting your goals and deadlines and making that happen. And, you know, that's just going and being a little bit more proactive and spending more time on certain things um, to make that happen. But really just kind of never giving up on our clients and making sure that we're making it a reality for them still.
0: I love it. I would agree. I love that a lot. Thank you so much, John, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. how, how can, tell me a little bit, give a little pitch about yourself and your business or how you want to, people can reach you.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you guys are looking to buy, sell, invest, um, you want a career in real estate, you know, give me, uh, go on our website, templetonvermonthomes.com, templetonvthomes.com or, uh, give us a shout, uh, text message, 238-1323, whatever works best for you guys. Um, but, always looking to have conversations related to real estate and help people out, especially um, if you're even thinking, you know, five years from now, like there's no reason why we can't start uh, talking and meeting and get to know each other.
0: Love it. And call me too, because you get, you got to get pre-approved. You can reach me too. (laughs) 802-846-4646. John, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. This has been an episode, the first episode of mortgages let's get real with myself Kim Nagron and our first guest today was Sean Templeton thank you all for listening and watching and we will see you next time